Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. Thanks for joining us on this special Latin American Straight Talk series, featuring top ELA lawyers spanning the region from Mexico to Argentina, from Chile to Costa Rica, and all the countries in between. On the program, our guests are going to cover some of the most important labor and employment topics facing their jurisdictions today. So if your company's doing business in Latin America, be sure to listen in to the full series and get the whole picture. In this segment, let's hear from Javier Salvador, a partner at Perez Bustamante and Ponce in Ecuador. Thank you, Peter. Glad to join everyone in this in this session. Well, what do we have new this time in, in Ecuador? The first thing will be we have a new government since July with a new vision on how to promote jobs and how to move the economy forward. So it's expected a new and important labor law reform. At this point, the government just have announced a couple of two or three things that will be part of this labor reform. But actually the president, the last president's announcement was that it's gonna come in an important law that is gonna be a parallel law from our current labor code. We have our labor code since 1938 with enormous amount of reforms. But the idea of the government is not to reform this old law, but to issue another one who will rule to the new contracts or or govern the new labor relations in the future. What have we heard at this time? Specifically, new and more flexible hiring options new labor contracts, especially fixed-term contracts in which the companies will have, or the employers will have, important tax benefits for hiring young employees and female workers. It's also is stated that it's going to reduce or eliminate the costs for temporary workers. In Ecuador, temporary contracts have a surcharge of 35%. So the reform is going to create a new temporary work contract that's going to eliminate that surcharge of 35%. And also the government has said that other benefits, such as the profit share that employees get annually from their employers, is going to get limited in the new law. The intention from the government is to create a law that makes more appealing, more flexible for companies and employers to hire more people at this time. The second thing that is currently discussed in Ecuador is the requirement of of a vaccination in recruitment process. In Ecuador, we are aware that a company, an employer can prevent, can avoid, can forbid employees to come into the company's premises if it's not vaccinated. Even though the company cannot obligate the, all the employees to be vaccinated, it can prevent to come into the premises. So for those workers that has, due to the nature of its of their job, need to go and do their job essentially, they're going to need to be vaccinated. These days in Ecuador, the vaccination process is very, very fast. So from the adult population, probably is a very few cases that have not been fully vaccinated yet in the adult population. So the new question is, do I, as an employer, can put 
a condition in the recruitment process that the applicant has to be fully vaccinated to apply for this job? And the answer at this time will be yes, if the process is designed for a person that will need to work presentially in person. So if the candidate is applying for a position to work in presence, it will be legal to put that condition in the recruitment process and the conditions to apply to the job. And the next big thing is the telework legal framework now requires employers to cover the necessary tools that the teleworker will need in his work. It will depend on the type of remote or telework that is going to use, but it's a very general obligation to require all employees to cover the cost for those tools. Let's see. If you need to telework or you're going to telework permanently, you will need, of course, a terminal, laptop or whatever you use to work. But also there's a, there's been a conversation about or there's been a, an issue around what about connectivity? If I need my employee to be connected and have a high-speed connection, that's an essential tool for telework. So there's been some discussions on how employers can cover or compensate this connectivity, actually paying for the internet or high-speed internet connection. And there's been a various series of alternatives, one of which is probably a payment to cover part of the high-speed internet connection to the employees. Other is probably having a specific agreement with a service provider, or there are many others. But in conclusion, in Ecuador, yes, employees are required to give the employees tools for telework. And of course, internet and connectivity is an essential tool of telework. Thanks, Javier. If you'd like to connect with Javier Salvador, please find him in the Find a Lawyer widget on the ELA homepage. Also, be sure to bookmark our website, ela.law, where you can also register to gain access to our on-demand library of podcasts and webinars, join upcoming events, and also access the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks for listening.